0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Two Scene Podcast. Welcome back, first time listeners, to the Two Scene Podcast, the podcast where two journalists sit down and talk baseball. I am your host, Tyler Foy, and with me, as always, is the wonderful Camilo Fonseca. And as we've progressed through the postseason, teams have fallen but two are left to rise to the occasion as they move to the World Series. And before we get... I we didn't expect it. We, before, yeah, before we even just, like, explain, you know, what's at stake here, you know, the grand piece of metal that everybody chases every year, um, as per Rob Manfred, um, <laughs> I think we have to start off the episode, which is, this is not the matchup that either of us had going into this postseason.
1: Oh, not at all. Um, and all the te- we should also say that all of the teams that we thought would be in the World Series have been eliminated at this point. I was close. Um, I was close, close to having the one of them. The, you had one of them in the ALCS at least. Um, my predictions were way off. I, I would not. Houston, you could have told me at the beginning of this season that Houston would be in the World Series and I would be not terribly surprised. Um, well, you
0: didn't even have them win their division.
1: Yes. Uh, which, yeah. I misjudged that one a little bit. I misjudged Philadelphia. Like, well, wow. Wow. Cannot, I at least I am still in the postseason. I, I'm still shocked that they even that they're this far um, let alone made it into the postseason but yeah we'll talk about um, our preseason uh, playoff predictions um, and how wrong they were um, but it, it's just an incredible incredible pairing and I guess we'll see what um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what happened what transpires uh, on Friday too so I mean you you mentioned it earlier they're they're gonna have a lot of rest between the end of the, la- the championship series and the opening of the World Series on Friday. Right, four days. And,
0: four days and, and that allows teams to uh, hopefully you know get adjusted, right? I'm sure there's going to be... There was some celebrations, obviously, uh, for those teams that advance. And if you don't know what we're talking about, guys, uh, the World Series will be taking place on Friday. Um, it will be starting in Houston, uh, as they did have the better record. Uh, but to get to this point... The Astros had to beat the Yankees, and the Phillies had to beat the Padres. And the Padres were defeated in five games, and the Yankees were swept by the Astros. And must I say, I just didn't see them being such... Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't see them (laughs) being such, I mean, dominant... I mean, I thought maybe I—I I did say the Astros were going to win in five, and they ended up winning uh, in four. So, but I thought maybe the Padres were gonna gonna make a run to come back, but Philly just kept saying no. Yeah, if you had
1: told me, um, or I guess it's, it shouldn't even be that surprising because I guess San Diego and Philly are probably more comparable teams. So, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we expected that series to be competitive and i in most of the games i think it was competitive because there were a couple games where the lead went back and forth and back and forth oh yeah and you
0: know what was really strange was it a lot of runs were scored um at least in the like i would call them the determining factor games in the series A lot of runs scored at the beginning of the game, scored in the middle of the game, scored at the end. Like there wasn't any, it felt like down uh, points. And and I think that's what playoff baseball should feel like. Mm -hmm. You should feel not one team dominating over the other and they should be well matched because, you know, it's the final four, right? This is what is determining who is the best player in 2022.
1: The best team in 2022. Yeah. (laughs) The best player in 2022, Um, we we already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but there was... um, Even with... Even, you know, falling short of of the World Series, I genuinely think that Padres fans can be very proud of what their team accomplished this year, missing, arguably, their star player for the entire season that they were able to make the NLCS. I think that's a very promising... uh, future even if you know they weren't able to click in in that last championship round
0: yeah and the padres i must say you know the trade deadline moves that they made and this is something that i thought might have been what was going to be the x factor for them was the braves last year they won the world series without their best player they did not have ronald acuna but they had a bunch of people that they've they got you're gonna say marcelo zuna (laughs) <laughs> <that> they, <laughs> they, got, they also didn't have Marcelo Zuna. That they got at the deadline, right? They performed. Yeah, and in a yes, similar way, yes. in the division series and in the wild card, Josh Bell, Juan Soto, to an extent, I don't think he had quite a amazing series. Better than
1: his regular season, though.
0: Uh, as a Padre? As yeah, a Padre. Right. Josh Hader showed up when he needed to. Um, so I thought maybe that this sort of added... Star power could have maybe pushed them forward, kept them going. It seems like that is a recurring thing with these strong, you know, World Series winning teams is that they have um, wonderful new um, weapons to use past the trade deadline. Um, but, of course, they weren't able to get the job against a Phillies team that I know I mentioned it in the last episode, one of my favorite phrases when it comes to World Series teams. I mean, they've caught. Lightning. In a bottle. Absolutely. Um, and I I will say one thing about the Phillies
1: is that people are discounting them as, you know, they're obviously they're the sixth seed, um, very much not favored to get to this point. Um The Phillies is and again, I have been someone that is a famed Phillies doubter. Um and I mean we'll talk about what I think will happen in the World Series in a little bit, but I did not have high expectations for the Phillies going into the season or going into the postseason. Um, Somehow but they, I
0: still don't have high expectations and, right, for the Phillies.
1: But we also have to look at this team won, I think one, only one less game than the 2021 Atlanta Braves. So, and people talk about the 21 Atlanta Braves as a team where everything worked and, and, you know, they were, you know, they were maybe seen as a long shot, but, they they handily took that series against the Astros and the whole postseason they, they stormed through it.
0: Yeah, and um, you know what The Braves
1: won one less game with a famously bad start um under Joe Girardi at the beginning of the season.
0: But it's not so okay, this is one of my favorite storylines going into the World Series, uh, this year. So 2019, the Astros made the World Series and they were facing a incredibly bad at some at points of the season, Washington Nationals right. team that was basically knocked out of the playoffs, you know, statistically, um, and then somehow with like a 0.1 chance to make it, clawed their way into the wildcard game, stormed their way through, beat the Dodgers, made it to the World Series, and the Nationals won. They beat the Astros. Everybody had the Astros. I had the Astros. My dad had the Nationals from the beginning of the season don't even need to really get into that craziest prediction i've ever heard in my life that worked <laughs> out then you flash forward to 2021 the braves the lowest record in the playoffs at that point missing their star team from the nl east come through beat the teams that they need to beat overcome the dodgers face the astros they beat the astros here it comes again same story lowest record in the i don't actually think did they have the lowest record in the national league the uh, yes phillies? the phillies yeah succeed coming to the system they didn't need to overcome the dodgers this time right but still had to get over you know on a 100 win braves team had to win the uh the wild card game and then move on to face the astros the astros are the ultimate nl east losers yes yeah. Are we gonna see this happen <laughs> um, again? If if
1: the Astros, you're yeah, you're absolutely right that it this will is be, a story it, it, we've, it, it seen is, we've seen before. Absolutely. Um, will it be funny? Yeah, kind of. As someone who doesn't like the Phillies, will I be excited? Uh, not really. But you're right. There is there is certainly precedent for a, a very very strong Astros team that has gotten this far. The other thing is is that that sort of success that the, the Astros have seen so far is not sustainable. Um in terms of, or on paper in theory at least it's not sustainable because the Astros have swept every series. They're 7 and 0 right now. Um no team has in the wild- divisions in the wild card era or even in the division series era no team has gone undefeated. Um The last team that went undefeated in the postseason was the 76 Reds. And at that point, there was only the championship series, which I think, I don't remember if that was a three-game or four-game series. Essentially, the sort of dominance that they have showed will not be... Even if they are the stronger team, and even if they go on to win, it is very unlikely that they will exhibit the same sort of dominance that they have in the last couple series. Not impossible. Um... i I, I think if any team could do it it's this astros team but But,
0: it's so strange you know they've been the stronger team on paper two world series appearances in a row for them and frankly they have been quite disappointing in that regard every time did Um, you not count the 2020 world series they they weren't (laughs) there yeah you said in a row no, I said for them though. Their two last two World Series. Appearances. Oh, oh! So I thought you were like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's a Mickey Mouse ring. Anyway, okay. So. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse pen. That's what I was waiting for. Okay. But um, yes, no, you're right. Continue, please. Um. So one of the things that I think is is quite startling is they say third time's a charm, right? Third time's a mm-hmm. charm, and. I cannot sit here and confidently take a stance and say the Astros are going to lose because they are the stronger team on paper. And mm-hmm. that's not to say the paper's always right. The paper's been wrong multiple years now. Many, many years the paper's we're, wrong.
1: Again, we're talking about a team that has caught lightning in a bottle with uh-huh. the, the Phillies um, that very few people, again, myself included, did not predict them to get this far
0: um so why don't, we, why don't we get into how we think this series would play out we do not have the matchups for games one, two and three yet they have not named the pitchers uh this is you know we're still so many days away from the world series it's kind of weird to have this down period where we're just like sitting in anticipation it's like the week before the super bowl you don't get that in baseball because normally it's just like two days off and then here comes the next series, right? It's just because these ones finish so quickly. Um, but we still know, you know, what has been working for these for these teams. Who has been the star players? It's been Bryce Harper for the Phillies. It's been Reese Hoskins for the Phillies. It's been Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler have been able to perform on the mound. But on the Astros' side, I think that very similarly, you have a strong pitching foundation
1: great pitching foundation yeah that pitching foundation that was able to shut down
0: the mm-hmm.
1: yankees offense almost completely
0: and star players all around the lineup that can contribute uh in this postseason we've seen mostly from jordan alvarez uh bregman has been there and he had a home run that only was a home run because of wind am i right because the mm-hmm. roof was open right 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 the that's the only reason the yankees were swept
1: yeah so it really is tragic for the Yankees that um,
0: the roof was open that
1: the Astros were managed to cheat again and open the roof um, oh. for the game that they won. And the yeah,
0: Yankees and lost. you know, it's almost like the roof was open every single plate appearance. like you know, they could have hit it out to that side of the field, right?
1: Mm, we're getting we're getting I feel like you're alluding to something else, actually. <laughs> I feel like you're making a reference to
0: another thing that other people say um yeah it's like you hmm. know their stadium is also somewhat interesting that's that's um i think you're getting closer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they get to play there all the time and you know the wall i, I know the yankees move the wall in and out it's very true <laughs> for everybody um but also uh you know with that being said the astros absolutely destroyed have destroyed their competition in wins but they haven't been winning games ever so confidently you know it's not the massive run differential for them actually it's multiple come from behind victories that they've had to achieve um for that astros team and similarly for the the phillies Phillies, but the phillies i feel like have been scoring so many more runs and that could just be because the pitching staff is Worse for the, yeah. the Padres. We will say but... the
1: the pitching staff for the Padres was very, um, I would say, surprisingly inconsistent, mm-hmm. um, especially in this this last series against the Phillies. I don't know if the Phillies get that sort of luck against McCullers against Verlander. You know.
0: So what do you, what do you think needs to go right for either side, uh, each for for them to win the World Series?
1: Um. For Houston, genuinely, I think if your lineup is performing at two-thirds what it has been the last couple series, they should be fine. Um, I think Houston is a team that is able to give up, which is something I don't think will happen with its rotation. But if for some reason the Phillies' offense catches fire against McCullers or whatever, um, or Kitty, um, I think – as long as Houston's offense doesn't go silent, they should be they should be fine. They should be in a good position to win the series, you know, in five or six games. The Phillies, for their part, I think everything needs to go right, especially because the Phillies offense has proven that it can it can uh, you know it can make those timely hits when they're necessary, when they're down by a run or two or three runs. Their pitching needs to be um, perfect. Um, And like we said, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, they've been very consistent so far, very strong. Uh, That needs to. There cannot be a bad game or even so much as a bad inning from either of them, or else I think Philly's in serious trouble.
0: And, And for me, you know, you mentioned everything needs to go right for the Phillies and very true right i mean you could say that about any team you everything needs to go right um but when i look at the phillies and i look at their last series um the padres were not able and this is something that people have talked about the phillies all season long was their defense right they we know they're not the best defensive team and you know castellanos did make a diving grab so cool i'm sure if there was a better center fielder, maybe he would have Mm -hmm. just caught it but we know for a fact that the astros capitalized multiple times on defensive errors that hindered the yankees whether it was a throw into the outfield for a double play or it was harrison bader nearly colliding with aaron judge and then the ball dropping in and then Somebody hitting a home run, you know, they were capitalizing when they needed to uh, in those big moments when there was a mistake from the other team. The Padres, on the other hand, there were multiple times in this series that there was an error displayed on the field from the Phillies' defense that the Padres couldn't capitalize on. So one of the key success for me for them is that the Phillies need to nail these plays they have to be better defensively in game one there was a double play ball that turned a situation where they could have had two outs in the i think it was the bottom of the ninth two men on second and first with no outs in the bottom of the ninth with a two-run lead right and you know that puts the go-ahead run at the plate of course, once again, the Padres weren't able to make anything out of it. But I fear that the Astros will. So for them, this needs to be addressed immediately, right? And, and one of the things that un- that needs to go right, you know, I have faith in their starting pitching because that's what has been going right for them. But another narrative going into the season was, how is this bullpen going to factor in? You know, and they, they've been one of the worst bullpens in baseball, um, you know, side by side with the Red Sox, you know, but um, <laughs> for a couple seasons now, and right now they're they're doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. They got some good fireballers in there, uh, like Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado. They're both, um, you know, they they pitch nearly over a hundred every time, uh, with their fastballs. But that one thing that is super worrying about them is their control and their control has been pretty decent right but at the same time i've seen some clips where they've missed in some very very poor spots and once again those padres they they couldn't capitalize on those moments Um, especially alvarado I, i remember watching a couple of the games where he has this he has one of the best sliders on that team, but. What I'm trying to say is I saw that cross over and miss completely in the middle of the zone a few times, and they were just fouled off. Um, and they need to have much more pinpoint control if they're going to want to beat the Astros. And as for the Astros' side, their key to success is just continuing that, as you said, right. not sustainable success – But, of course, if if there is a If they play it
1: two-thirds of the way that they've been playing, they have a very good shot at winning this series in five
0: or six games. Right. And and with that being said, what is your prediction, Camilo? How many games is this series going to go? Who is going to be crowned? The 2022 MLB champion, and who is going to have to just live with a pennant? That's hanging in their stadium, reminiscing on a failed opportunity.
1: I'm going to have to say something very unoriginal. And I'll say the Astros in five. Um, I would love to see an Astros sweep. um, Just because I think it would be, it's something that literally has never been done before. A complete postseason sweep. I don't think necessarily that will happen. Just because it is so hard to do. Um, but I, I personally don't see any way that the Phillies can take this series. Again, famous Phillies doubter. Um,
0: yeah, we call this podcast the Anti-Yankees Podcast. But I think we're going to have to rebrand it just for <laughs> one week as the Anti-Phillies Podcast. Because I am also going to be taking the Astros. But I think that they're going to actually clinch it in Houston, Game 6. I think Phillies, you know, that Phillies atmosphere, um, Miles Teller's going to be out there for the Mm -hmm. games, uh, getting the crowd riled up. Um, So, you know, I could see how they would be able to take a couple games out there in in Philadelphia. Um, But it's really going to matter. I mean, once again, we put these predictions out there, but these Phillies and these World Series Astros have been quite unpredictable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that if the Astros, and I mean, I'm not the first person to say this, but if the Astros do not win, there are going to be serious question marks going on in Houston. Um, because this is a team that, or I think there should be. This is a team that has been to the World Series uh, four times in the past six years. The last time that happened was the 96-01 to Yankees. Um which obviously is the most uh, successful era of Yankees history, I would say, in probably the past 40 years, um, if not more. So this is a team that has, you know, everybody knows it is one of the most competitive, strongest teams in baseball year after year. But if they continuously fail to um, win a World Series ring, without cheating, um, there's there's going to be some questions asked in Houston. And I'm not saying, like, they're going to fire Dusty Baker or they're going to, you know, clean house or anything like that. But there has to be a different approach next year if the Astros fail multiple times against highly uh, disfavored opponents.
0: Yeah, I've, I've had a... I mean... I had messaged Camilo about this, I think the other night, but, um, yeah, I, I completely agree and, and they could go down as the biggest failure of a somewhat called dynasty, uh, that we'll see and only rivaling Ridley. And I, (laughs) this is recency bias, I guess, but only really rivaling the (laughs) modern day Dodgers, uh, Mm -hmm. in that regard. Um, with their Mickey Mouse ring, as they, some would say, and the Astros fake ring. So these two teams that have been very dominant in, in making the World Series um, have consistently not been able to get it done in uh, regular circumstances.
1: Yeah. Um, which, again, you said third time's a charm. I do think that the Astros are able to pull out this victory they should be able to they should be able to but i guess we'll see
0: so there you have it um that is how we think that the world series is going to play out um and before we close out this episode though uh i wanted to discuss our preseason brackets that we had for the playoffs grade them a little bit see what we got right see what we got wrong Uh, a lot more wrong as you might expect but you know that's very difficult right this is decisions that we were making in spring training before Game 1, I believe, and um, a lot had happened in between that time span, and now we're coming up to the World Series, but, you know, it wasn't my two teams, and it wasn't your two teams. Mm-mm. Yeah, so,
1: um, I, I mean, you were at least better than me because you had the Phillies getting in to the the playoffs. And I also... I, I, I completely put them yeah. out of the, the wild card
0: running, so... And I mentioned at the top of the episode, I had the Astros definitely were going to win that. I, I don't know if I said it. I don't know if I said it. I'd have to go back. I think I said that they would definitively win that division again. But um, we both did have those Seattle Mariners, though, making the, the wild card. We both didn't have the Yankees in the postseason, though.
1: Right. So either for me, I think that was... That and the Phillies were was my biggest mistake. Um, you said the Astros would win their division, but you had them as the third seed, um, so they were playing a wild card series.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly. I, I feel like maybe in the back of my head, you might have swayed me a little bit with your choice. <laughs> but um, um, do we do we want to just get into brackets? Just
1: like read them off?
0: Um. Yeah. Sure. So. So with wildcard appearances, or starting at the division series buys, I, I had that the Blue Jays were gonna win the American League East, which don't think that was too far out of the question if there wasn't for the Yankees having such a um, such a high peak of performance because we know what happened in the back half of the season where they looked like more of a Yankees that I thought them to be this season um but of course that super strong start i mean historical start um was you know comparable (laughs) to the best teams in of all time uh and then i had the white Sox to win the central and (laughs) of course that's the
1: second seed yeah
0: and that didn't happen because i thought maybe you know it's the central i thought this white Sox team was going to be strong and they were going to just beat up on their division rivals because remember next season the, the i believe the format's changing and there's going to be less divisional games because every single team's going to play each other um so that's going to be having to take into effect in our brackets next year um and then as well as the astros winning in the west as the third seed uh as for my you know, other wild card teams or well, any wild card teams, really. I had the Rays also going to be that second one with the Mariners being able to clinch a spot as well as somehow the Red Sox making it in. You know, they were two <laughs> games away from the World Series. I don't think it was too crazy to assume, you know what, they got a wild card shot. Uh, but it seemed very, very early on that I was very, very wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, I also had the Red Sox in there, so I don't think that was a, a particularly wrong minded um, idea. Um, but that whole Amer- the way the American League East shaped out this way really, really affected both of our American League brackets. Um, because for my, I thought the Blue Jays were going to be the strongest team in the American League. Um, I thought that they would take the number one seed, get the division series by. Um, and I thought the Mariners would take the West as the number two seed, uh, and the White Sox would take the Central as the number three seed. Um, all of those uh, division predictions were wrong. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then the White Sox I had playing the Astros, um, and the Rays and Red Sox as the other two card teams. That, frankly, just did not happen. Um, you know, we can talk about the Blue Jays uh, disappointing, the Rays disappointing, the Red Sox not even making it into um, the playoffs. I had uh, Red Sox playing the Rays, Rays going on to face the Blue Jays in the division series, White Sox playing the Astros, Astros going on to lose to the Mariners, um, which I still think that Astros-Mariners series that we did have was close enough that the Mariners could have...
0: They absolutely could have. it out. So every I don't think game, that's a
1: crazy prediction.
0: Every game was down to the wire, literally on a wire, until like the 18th inning in one of them. Right. Um, and once again, even getting into, I'm sorry, going back to current day, not in our predictions, um, but even the Astros-Yankees series, those games were down to the wire as well, especially the first ones of the series. Um, and, you know, the clinching game was a 6-5 to victory. that. The Astros haven't won in a dominant fashion against the teams that they've played, although 7-0, and the entirety of the postseason. While we've seen the Phillies have that dominance. Sorry. Let's get back into it. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah. In my championship series for the AL, I had the Blue Jays and the Mariners with the Blue Jays taking the AL pennant. Wow. <laughs> that um I'm sure both Toronto and Seattle fans would have been much happier if that was the case.
0: Yeah, and and for me, I had the Toronto Blue Jays also making the World Series um, beating out the White Sox, the White and...
1: Sox were in mm. your championship series. but this is just our preseason predictions were just so wildly poor poor. <laughs> Um, That
0: White Sox team finished, what, third in that division? Second? It was,
1: yeah, it was in the AL Central.
0: Yeah, no Luis Robert. He was injured for a while. And they just, they chose the wrong starting pitchers to, uh, they should have kept Carlos Rodon instead of Lance Lynn. I think that was a major piece of it. And then moving into the National League side of my bracket, um, I had the Dodgers winning out their division, which they did very, very clearly. Um, and then I also had the Brewers to win out the Central, which I am still very disappointed in that one because I really think they, they should have won that yes, division. Yes, I agree. Um, but obviously obviously they didn't. Obviously they didn't. And I had to sit there and be wrong. Uh, thank you, Milwaukee. <laughs> um, and then I the you... other... Uh, Division winner I had was the Braves, and I had them actually finishing it with a higher record than the Brewers, which they did. So I had the correct one and two. Exactly. The Dodgers and the Braves you both
1: had in the getting Division Series buys, which wasn't going to be the case until all the way at the tail end of the season. Um, until the Braves took that, you know, obviously they took that National League East.
0: And then I, and then I had... The Mets being the best team with the wild in the wild card, which which was the case. case. Then I had the Padres, <laughs> and then the Phillies were last. So I had so you're exactly you're aside with from the exception of the Milwaukee Brewers instead of the Cardinals. Instead of the Cardinals, your
1: uh in terms of the seating, your bracket was perfect except for the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Brewers. Everybody else was exactly as they ended up, um. Going into the postseason, the Dodgers, Braves got by.
0: And then I said the Padres were going to beat the Mets. Yes, The Padres exactly. beat the Mets. I said the which Padres remember, were going to beat... Them.
1: I remember when you said
0: that, I was like, how? I was like, no way is that And then I said the Padres were going to beat the Dodgers. And the Padres beat the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, though, I I had the Brewers beating the Phillies, which would have been... Again,
1: again Philly doubters here. Philly, Philly doubters.
0: And then... The Braves were going to... Whoever they were going to face in the wild card were going to win that matchup. They didn't. And then I had the Padres beating the Braves. I think very possible could have happened. Yeah, um, I agree. If that was the championship series, which it wasn't. It was close to being so. It was close.
1: And I will say that I think the Padres, with a little bit more luck, could have won against the Phillies as well.
0: Very true. I mean, we both had them winning that series. Uh, But I had the Padres winning out the National League in that sense to face the Blue Jays. Now, Camilo, let's look at your bracket here. Oh,
1: God. Well, yours was <laughs> yours was miles better than mine was. So, again, I had the Dodgers in my uh, number one seed, as we both did. That ended up being correct. The Mets I had w- winning the East, which I don't think was a crazy prediction because obviously they were on top of the East for almost the entire season um, in the number two seed. Number three seed. I also had the Brewers. Um, again, very surprised that the Brewers were unable, and we'll talk more about this in another episode. But the Brewers really underperformed this season based on our preseason expectations. Um, so I had the Brewers in the third seed in the wild card series. Um. Playing the San Francisco Giants as the sixth
0: seed, which is where this—that's where we really get sidetracked here—is—is is that San this Francisco gets, Giants, yeah.
1: which the San Francisco Giants did not come close. You were right, um, that that last season by the Giants ended up being a complete fluke because they did not even, uh, come close. Well, I, that's a little harsh, but they no, they didn't.
0: Let's let's they, not sugarcoat
1: it. They, there were points in the season where it looked like they had a shot. I'll put it that way um but you're right they did in the end they did not get a wild card spot so that was mistake number two um i had the braves and the padres in the other uh wild card series with the braves taking that and the giants i had beating the brewers already off to a poor start <laughs> um, um so in my dodgers braves series i was gonna have the dodgers win uh, in my Giants Mets series, I was gonna have the Mets win. So for my A or for my NLCS, excuse me, I had the Dodgers and the Mets, both teams that did not get um, to the championship series, or in the case of the Mets, even the division series. Um, and then I had the Dodgers taking that one. Um, so
0: and then for our actual World Series matchup, you know, I had. I mean, it's so unimportant at this point because like because world, it's insanely none, wrong. none of them made it and it's tough uh i said that the toronto blue jays would win their first championship since 1993 or is it 94 93 93
1: okay, 94, 94 no no that would have been that would have been the, that would have no, been the Expos. No baseball. <laughs> yeah
0: um since 93 in seven against the padres
1: yeah um and i had dodgers in six against the blue jays um both of those things didn't even come close to happening. I guess the Padres, at least, you're right, made it to the championship series. But,
0: wow. Yeah, you know, I'm not really proud of it. Um, the Guardians really showed me up. Uh, what Do you think the, the Yankees,
1: um, leaving the Yankees out was our biggest mistake for both of us?
0: Easily. Easily it was our biggest mistake. Um, and that's only because... I, I think it's our biggest mistake just because I know how much we are Yankee haters. And... I feel that we had quite the clouded perception of the Yankees based off of what we had seen from facing them,
1: Mm -hmm. that
0: we were so blind to the fact that they really did have the pieces that they... They
1: just needed them to click. Right. Um, and they clicked this season all the way up until the, championship uh, championship series. series, um, so, yes, that was absolutely a big blind spot. Again, not having Philly in there was a big one. Putting the Brewers in our National League series was a big one. Uh, the Giants, from including the Giants, uh, is a little embarrassing. Um, I'd say my biggest oversight was the Yankees. The most embarrassing thing is probably the Giants. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would agree with you. And I would
0: say the most embarrassing thing for me was the Red Sox being in there. Mm-hmm. Well, but again, the Red Sox, I think that was... In both in
1: all of these cases, there was a lot of recency bias at play um, because we looked at the Red Sox uh, 2021 season and their postseason run, and you come away with the impression that they are a very – I mean, I think they are a very strong team. They just had a lot of um, very serious issues that weren't resolved this year.
0: Well, you know,
1: I think something similar is for the Giants and they both were able to get past that last year and they couldn't overcome their issues this year.
0: Well, the Red Sox, they were a really strong team, but I think we can save that discussion for our post-mortem episode, which we'll do eventually once we evaluate each team's seasons. Um, I can't wait for you guys to hear what I have to say about the Sox. (laughs) but you'll have to wait for the world series to be over and you'll be very sure to know that we will be putting out an episode next week um after the world series giving out our analysis i'm sure we'll probably wait to put out the next episode until the world series is over so there might be a little bit of a break as we wait for the world series to start up again um but with that being said you guys know our postseason predictions You guys know who's going to win by the time uh, it all closes. And that's going to be the Astros, right? Yeah, I think. (laughs) But we are also famously wrong, apparently. So, (laughs) who knows. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Two Scene Podcast. Um, If you are interested in seeing me bash the Yankees and or make very funny tweets... I'm sure I, somebody finds them funny. I find them funny. Some people uh, find them funny. Um, <laughs> across the World Series, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler underscore underscore Foy. And Camilo, uh,
1: you can find me at Fonseca underscore ESQ.
0: Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in and we look forward to seeing you guys in next episode for when we give you our post-World Series opinions. Short episode.